well, it's becoming my favorite part of the week. Yes, the inside curling slam special. I'll take the slam, please. Okay, that's a good. Uh, it's a good Denny's breakfast, Warren. I don't know if you ever get out of the house or not. <laughs> the gr- Once in the a grand, while, Jim. Yeah, the grand slam. It's I got meat and got ham and sauce. It's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, but that's not uh, what we're doing today. This is the Grand Slam uh, that we're talking about in Saskatoon. Hi again, everybody. It's Jungle Jim Jerome coming out with a special episode of Inside Curling. It's called Inside the Slam with our one and only Kevin Martin, of course, and uh, Warren Hansen, who joins us each and every week. And from time to time when we do these special shows, we did one last night and uh, we got another update tonight as the two finalists were decided in both the men's and women's. Uh, Kevin, you're there in Toontown. Uh, we're going to get a, an update uh, from that. I watched it tonight, as a matter of fact. And uh, wow, congratulations! Lots of little extra end action. That just keeps Martin out of the bar before he has his one little nightcap, you know. So the extra end really throws things out of whack for him, okay? Because <laughs> he's got to get to bed. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. Also, Warren, you've made some sort of interesting observation of what uh, curlers might consider doing to help the lead sponsor get a little more recognition and a little more exposure. So we'll talk about that. Also, you've got an update at the World Junior Bees, which is going on. Uh, Canada supposed to be one of the favorites. We'll get that update from Warren. And our picks, baby. I think I was okay yesterday. <laughs> not so sure about <laughs> Not so sure yeah, about tonight. I wouldn't be too sure about yeah, tonight. We'll have, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, Gold line. It's one of our great sponsors who brings you in the house each and every week when we have a guest spot. Goldline Curling is proud to be the founding partner of United We Curl, a nonprofit focused on expanding diversity in curling. Learn more at unitedwecurl.com. Speaking of sponsors, we'd like to acknowledge all of our sponsors who have been with us since the start for Inside Curling. Uh, Jackpot City, Coyote Tractor, Goldline, of course, and Hearing Life. On the weekly show, Coyote Tractor brings you hot rock topics. If you have work to do, Coyote has the tractors, the UTVs, the ZTRs, and the compact construction equipment to do it. Coyote, we dig dirt. Kev, the World Financial Group Masters in Saskatoon. The finals are set. Kev, what's the uh, what's the update? I watched a little bit of it tonight, Kevin. It was quite good. What say you? Oh, man. Yeah, it was excellent is what it was. Um, well, let's start with the women. Rachel Holman on... Fire is the right way to say it. Playing Verano to start with in the quarters, had no trouble. And then playing another team that was really curling well and Jennifer Jones and just picked up a big four-ender in the fifth end with a beautiful intern slash. But uh, Rachel is on fire. And then having to play, of course, this is no big surprise, the number one women's curling team in the world, Savannah Terranzoni with Alina Pestro in the last ones. They had to play... Uh, uh, Tab Tabitha Peterson uh, in the first game and did not have trouble, but had a great semifinal with Carrie Anderson. Came right down to um, to uh, Alina Petz having to throw an intern tap back eight foot weight to a rock, completely buried top button, made for fun, beautiful weight, and that was the game. So we've got a great women's final in Holman against Taryn Zoni, certainly. T- the two teams playing the best right now. So that's going to be fantastic. On the men's side, the team showing the most fatigue, I think, safely to say, would be Ross White. He had to get up and play the 7 a.m. tie break against Nicodine. He snuck through that one, beat Nicodine. And then the prize to getting through the tie break was to play 
Brad Guju. But so he, he's lying three, and Brad could have played an in-turn tap, uh, but decided to play the out-turn draw. And unusually heavy, came up too heavy, blew through everything, and gave up a steal of three and seven. And and uh, Ross White went on to win that one, then played uh, Schwaller in the semifinal, and just too tough, Got a, made a beautiful double in the fourth end for four, another beautiful double down the middle in six for three more, and that was ball game. So nine, four. So he did make the, uh, the semifinal in our first slam this year, but that was his best finish ever. And now Ross White out of Scotland um, is going to be uh, in the final against, well, who do you think? Who's won the last two slams? Well, Joel Retornaz. Uh, they played Carruthers with Brad Jacobs actually skipping and uh, and had most mostly had control of that game and then had to play Botcher number two in the world. And uh, and that was an extra end, of course, a, a really, really good game. And in the end, uh, Joel Retornas had to throw an intern draw to, to the forefoot for the win and put it right on the button. So on the men's side, we've got White against Retornas in the men's final. So... Two terrific finals. You know, you might want to say Ross White's a bit of a surprise, but he beat some great teams today. Nicodine, Brad Guju, and Yannick Schwaller all in one day. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, if you're Ross White and you see what you gotta what you gotta pile through the night before. <laughs> okay. First of all, he's Scottish. Yes. He doesn't get up at six in the morning. The Scots do not get up early. Okay. And he's looking at it going, uh, boys, maybe a wee pint after, eh? After a dean, we'll, we'll do our best. Eh? Let's go for a packet of crisps and a pint. A dean, freaking uh, Gushu and Schwaller. Uh, wow, what a... What, in, a in one day. Yeah, all in one day. Yeah, good good for him. Yeah. Uh, what do you say, Warren, about it all? Well, it's pretty uh, amazing what Ross White accomplished today. And let's look at this. That's Scotland's number two team. That's not number one. That's number two. And then there's two more Scottish teams there besides uh, Moen and White. So, I mean, the Scottish men are pretty well set for the road ahead. Really interesting. I thought some great shot making overall, but it's interesting, seemingly at times, there was a lot of shots missed. You kind of say, wow, what happened there? And uh, the Gushu one's a good example. I thought that took place uh, more than once, not just with, just with Gushu, but overall, uh, as Kevin has said, the conditions are excellent, so it's nothing to do with the conditions. It just maybe it's a need for a Christmas break that everybody's getting uh, a little antsy. I was talking to Kevin before we went on the air too. The crowds fantastic. Probably that building holds about three three thousand people, pretty much full, which is which is great. And I want to ask Kevin a question. So in the game today between Jennifer Jones and Anna Hasselberg, Jones made a kind of a different kind of shot, and there was a new terminology invented by Kevin for a curling shot. It was called the tick-tick squiggle. Oh, a little tick-tick squiggle. Yeah. And, and, by the way, made it perfectly. Yeah. So it was funny. So Anna Hasselborg made a beautiful outturn hit at 100 mile an hour through a port that was barely a port, right through the middle of it. Beautiful shot. Then Jennifer, and we were talking about, but, you know, there's another way she could make it. She could tick off both front guards and have the rock go straight back. Tick, tick, and go straight back. And sure enough, Jennifer tried to go through the hole, but it was so small. But she ended up going the tick, 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 squiggle. tick, and squiggle right through. <laughs> squiggle. I'll tell you what, I've, been, I've always been a big fan of the huge tick, tick, squiggle, squiggle. <laughs> Don't go there, Jimmy. Do not go there. Uh, tick, tick, squiggle. We're going to do some picks. Speaking of picks, 
Jackpot City brings you what is happening around the curling world. We do it each and every week. Jackpot City, games perfectly made for you. So time for some picks. I know I know we all picked Rachel. I remember that one. We did. All three of us picked Holman, so all three of us got one right. Jim, you picked Anna Hasselberg, so you didn't quite get that one right. And Kevin picked Gim. But Warren got them both, Terenzoni and Holman. Tick, tick, tock. <laughs> Can't be me or Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> on the men's side, uh, we were a little thin on the men's side. Jim, you picked Dunstan and Carruthers. I picked Gushu and Schwaller. Kevin picked Rotanos and Gushu. So we got one out Kevin. of six on the men's side. But that men's side's pretty even, Stephen. Man, uh, I think any one of those teams could have come through today. I mean, Rotanos coming through, he was outstanding, and, and so was White. I mean, those guys were, were missing nothing. So we only got one out of six on the, uh, on the men's side. Now, here's the deal, okay? Because now we've got to pick who's going to win the thing, right? Okay? Yep. I'm picking White. You're picking White. Well, very interesting. But I got to get odds. Come on. He's probably about a five-to-one <laughs> underdog. So... Well, if I if White wins and I pick White, I'm 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 three more picks ahead the next time we do this. Okay, I get three picks up on you guys <laughs> the next time we do this. So, I'm picking I'm I'm picking White and I'm picking Rachel. Well, Jim, that's uh, rather honorable of you to make, to make those decisions. I think I've got to go with Rotanas and I've also got to go with Rachel because I think those are the two hottest uh, curling teams on the on the world curling map right now, and it's going to take a lot to beat either one of them. So I'm Rotanas and Holman. Kevin? Well, I definitely cannot go against Rotanas. They're on fire, um, have been for quite some time. They're just making shots look easy right now. Women's final, I've got to agree with you guys. Uh, Rachel is uh, the best right now on the pebbled ice, so I can't see her losing either. She's just full of confidence, making everything. So those are definitely my my uh, my choices. Come on, Ross, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I think the other thing with that Rotanas team, those guys, the muscle men on the brooms, man, oh, man, oh, man, can they uh, make things happen? They're just so powerful. Yeah, especially on the intern side when you got Mazoner having to uh, carve a rock totally buried or even a little more than that. It doesn't matter. They can just get it by and then just carve it in sideways. It's quite a, it's an amazing thing to watch. If Ross White happens to win this thing, we are going on air tomorrow for a special edition. Okay, that's what we're doing. If Ross White pulls this off, I may go on myself. I, I don't need you guys. There may be a little special minute, five-minute show by Jimmy if Ross White wins. After the mountain he climbed today, you just yes, never know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, very good. Good luck. Uh, good luck to all of them. And uh, boy, what a job uh, Saskatoon has done. Uh, they sh- they're showing up in droves, Kevin. Yeah, it has been fantastic. Um, yeah, the tickets are sold out. Uh, they have been, they've been able to sell some standing room, which is great. Getting mm-hmm. more people into the building. Congratulations to the entire uh, organizing committee and and uh, and the city of Saskatoon. It's just been phenomenal. And uh, yeah, it won't be long, I imagine, until we're back again because uh, when it's such a success, it's uh, it's hard to stay away. I want more slams. I want more slams. They're coming, Jim. There's only five now. We need more. You know, last week uh, on the show, and, and actually the week prior to that, we started talking about sponsorships. It's always been at the forefront of conversation with curlers about 
logos and decal are uh, logos and and what you can wear in your jacket and can't and sponsorship. And one of the talks was, uh, do we eventually see curling teams being named after the sponsor and not after uh, after the skip, like NASCAR does it? Warren, how do you think uh, curlers can better acknowledge the lead sponsors in the meantime? Yep, it's something I've wondered for a long time because uh, Joel Rotanos shows up in this event wearing a baseball hat that says trucks across the front of it, very clearly vivid trucks. I looked at that and I thought, why aren't more of these teams figuring out that the most visible and best spot that they have on their uniform to acknowledge their sponsors is the hat? And in the PGA Tour, of course, we know that's golden with the golfers. And I know maybe some guys don't like wearing hats in an arena, but they could probably get used to it. You can think of a team, all four guys were wearing the the hat with the sponsor's name across the front of it uh, would be pretty uh, direct as to who their company is associated with. And, and you'd see it during the entire delivery. You'd see it during the time they're sweeping. You'd see it when the skip is standing in the house. So I don't know what truck stands for. Kevin, maybe you can ask them tomorrow. Oh, no, it, it has to do with their uh, their sponsorship. It has to do with their sponsorship. It is their sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kev, you were never a big hat wearer. I don't ever recall you wearing a hat on the ice. No, but there's always a price that would do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's. A, I, yep. I think that's for every every curler in the world. There's a price. Even that big head of yours is for sale, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. More of them aren't doing it. I mean, Crothers does, but uh, and you'll see some of them wear a hat on occasion. But I'm going like, of all four guys, you get a title sponsor. Put that sponsor's name across the front of the hat. There's nothing else in their uniform that is distinctive as that is. I'm sure the sponsors must be going, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you guys do this, you know? I'll tell you how I could have helped in the old days, Warren. When the tankard was named after Labatt's, I could have really helped them. I could have really <laughs> helped them there. Yeah, I got many ideas how I could give them great representation. <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, you can join us each and every week, of course, and on our weekly show, what Are We Hearing is a segment brought to you by Hearing Life. If vision places the world in front of us, hearing places us at its center. Hearing Life invites you to love your ears with a free hearing test. No referral needed. Visit hearinglife.ca to book your free hearing test today. Uh, Warren, before we go, though, uh, you've got an update on the World Junior B that's going on in Canada is in there, of course. Yeah, I think it's important for us to... Uh to bring this forward because uh, Canada is not exactly on stable ground at the moment at the World Junior B Championship in Finland. As we talked about last week, Marla Plett from Edmonton came through the women's side with the silver medal and they qualified for the World Junior next February, Junior A. But the men are having a little bit of a struggle. I'll just go through exactly what this release said a couple of hours ago. Canada's playoff chances took a hit on Saturday in Finland, where the U21 men dropped their morning game to Japan, rallied to beat Austria in the afternoon, keeping their chances for promotion alive, but barely. They're sitting with a 3-2 and two record. The team is skipped by Johnson Teo out of Edmonton. They still have a chance to make the playoffs, but need a lot of things to go right. In the three pools, the top eight teams are the 22 team in, teams in the field, will advance to playoffs at the end of the round robin. There will likely be a number of teams with two losses, which will cause a massive logjam for the last playoff spots. Fortunately, Canada, in the last draw challenge, is among the best in the competition. Only Japan and Sweden are better. 
but both countries look like they will advance on their record alone. So Canada is still in the heat of things there, but they've got uh, they've got a little bit of a, a road to uh, cra- crawl down ahead of them. Come on, Canada. So they've got to finish in the top four. So they've got to qualify into the to the final eight, and then they've got to win the first game after qualifications to get into the final four to make sure that they would then qualify for the event. But they're on the cusp Back of making Finland. the top eight, right? They're on the cusp, okay. yes. So that's the first step to make the top eight. The next step is that uh, eight playoff, the first game that they will have to win to uh, to make the uh, make the grade. Uh, good stuff. Uh, good luck to Canada. Good luck to the teams tomorrow in the finals. Rachel Homan. As uh, to Rachel Holman and Terenzoni, return as, and Ross White, my boy. Uh, you can watch all the action on Sportsnet, 11.30 a.m. Uh, these times are Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Uh, will be the women's final, and at 4 o'clock will be the men's final. Kev, you got a little more work to do. you got two more games you got to uh, pound out tomorrow. Uh, thank you to all our sponsors, and thank you for listening. Uh, it's great to have you on board. Uh, listen, check out our Facebook page and our Facebook group. Lots of action on there always. And uh, make a comment or two. Uh, you'll be surprised. We may use it. Also, uh, insidecurling at gmail.com is our email if you want to drop us a line. Insidecurling at gmail.com. Okay, boys, take it easy. We'll be back next week with another episode of Inside Curling. Talk to you later, fellas. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim.